0: Hello, everyone. We are back. This is it's technically romance with Hamilton
1: and Stephanie,
0: where we review Hallmark films from the cynical cinephile perspective
1: and the hopeless romantic.
0: Tonight we are back on the the Loved, Valentines love, love ever, ever after after. after. Yes, you got it. We did it. Back on the love ever after. It's the second one in the series. Yes. Second one in the series. Playing Cupid. Uh, if you listened to our last episode, you could tell I was a little little hesitant from some of the, the previews from a technical standpoint, and I'm happy to say I was right. <laughs> but we'll get into all, all of that goodness. All we'll, of it. We'll unwrap all of that.
1: Unwrap it like a candy gram.
0: <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Thank you. Uh, but first, I just want to wish everyone a happy Valentine's Day. Uh, it was two days ago? Is that right?
1: Sunday, yes. Today is Tuesday.
0: It's Monday, isn't it? Oh my goodness. What happened to Monday? (laughs) I thought today was Monday. All right. Well, happy Valentine's Day. It was on Sunday, so it was two days ago. I was right at least on that. (laughs) Well, Uh, they're
1: playing these movies all month. I mean, really, it's Valentine's Day every day on Hallmark. That's true.
0: That's very true. But I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day. We had a nice one. It was nice and relaxing.
1: It was. It was very nice. I
0: did forget a gift. I was a little late. Oh, home. you're
1: going you're gonna to admit this? I, could, I, I knew um, you wanted to
0: I, I could see it. I could see you wanted to get it out. Uh,
1: so, uh, I wouldn't do you that way.
0: Guys, I forgot a gift. I just ordered late. It's coming. It's on the way. There's been a lot of snow in the country, so it's probably going to take even longer.
1: Yeah, uh, it sounds like something Adam would do.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. We'll, we'll talk about Adam in a minute. I've got, I've got some notes about Adam. Why don't you go ahead and give us a plot summary of Playing Cupid? You know, it's funny you mentioned Adam because I actually have some notes about Adam that I want to talk to you about.
1: I bet, I bet you do. Uh,
0: but why don't you go ahead and give us a plot summary of it?
1: <laughs> okay. Carrie is a teacher who leaves her boyfriend because he doesn't make her a priority. Adam. That's the, that's the boyfriend. <laughs> and she meets one of her students, Clara's father, okay. at the Mexican restaurant she frequents.
0: The only restaurant in town. <laughs>
1: the only one that needs to be in town that's true he becomes involved in his daughter's business project of matching couples together clara plays cupid with her dad and carrie who turn out to be a real match because they fall in love Mm -hmm. that's good and there you have
0: it it's good i mean you, you heard mine last week yours is much better much better
1: yeah everyone Her, well maybe not they maybe didn't make it to the end of the episode <laughs> like, oh
0: no a special edition no none of this none of this but no i think that was a great a great summary of the film yeah i think i think that kind of kind of wraps things up some some different things in here they did a few different things
1: mm-hmm. um so would you would you watch it again would you have it on in the background or do you, would you just never want to see this movie again
0: it's tough, because there, there were things in this film that I did like, uh, but the technical issues that plagued it, I just... I couldn't do it again. I don't think I could do it again. What about um, you? What about, I'm more curious about you, because you knew, you knew how I was going to feel about this.
1: Well, I didn't know... I knew you wouldn't like the technical, but right. I didn't know how you would feel about everything else. So I will say the technical did affect... It affected me. It affected this movie for me. Mm-hmm. It was that much that it definitely hindered oh yeah um (laughs) hindered a lot for me and we'll get into that i would say that there were parts that i would that i would watch again okay so maybe maybe a background a background
0: okay like you're folding laundry and you have it on
1: yeah i might fast forward to like a certain scene (laughs) yeah i i liked it okay it was it was cute
0: well i I'll say one thing. I'll say one thing and I'm I'm honestly a little a little disappointed so far with the Love Ever After lineup because we had a not so good one last time. This one was just a like for you.
1: Yeah, this one was better than the last one. Yes. Um for romance. But it's still still didn't pull it all the way for me to really love it and but it, it was a, it was an okay for me
0: and it's just so weird because again we, we said this before you know the holiday season was great obviously it's mostly gonna be great because that's where all their budget goes i'm sure their winter movies were great too there's a lot of great winter mm-hmm. things we saw i'm a little confused about why it's just kind of missing the mark so far but we'll see about the next one coming up which we have high hopes for
1: it, it definitely is different it looks it looks fun yeah. it looks like a fun one This one, I mean, aside from the technical, I feel there's just a lot that goes into it for me. And I am very picky. I know a lot of people loved this movie. And so I think I had higher hopes for it. Mm -hmm. I just, I saw a lot of people saying they loved it. And that it was like going to the top of their list for movies this year. So yeah, I... Well, it's only
0: February of this year. So it's a small list.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess I had higher hopes. Maybe they were too high, but it fell It fell a little flat for me. But there definitely were moments that I did really enjoy. So well, let's talk it, about was a, it was a step up from the last one.
0: Let's, let's talk about the moments. Why don't you lead us into some romance uh, scenes that you really enjoyed, aspects of the film that really stuck out to you romantically. So you know, We have these two main leads.
1: Yeah, we have Carrie and David, mm-hmm. played by Laura Vandervoort, plays Carrie, and... Nicholas Gonzalez uh, plays David.
0: Well, let's talk about Carrie real quick. So just real fast. You you brought up an interesting point as we're watching this film. I think we're probably about an hour into it. And you're like, I don't know her name. I do
1: sometimes have a hard time, maybe because I'm paying attention to all of the things (laughs) That sometimes I probably know I'm, I know they've had to have mentioned her name,
0: but I didn't know it either.
1: I had to Google it to figure it out. And honestly, even after I googled it, I don't think I ever heard them say her name again, except it was written on the like candy gram. But
0: I feel like we need to, but no, because
1: I think it said Miss Fox. Yeah, yeah, I think we need to
0: go back and watch this again and time it for when we hear Carrie, because I don't know if they mentioned it, but. You know, let's let's talk about our two main leads here, Nicholas Gonzalez. I haven't seen him in a Hallmark film before. I like him a lot.
1: Yeah, he was fantastic.
0: I like him a lot.
1: I I liked him as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned to me when we were watching him, he's like he was giving you some Tyler Hines vibes
1: weirdly yes um it looks nothing like tyler hines i think maybe it was the voice
0: his mannerisms too. maybe
1: some of his mannerisms yeah it was weirdly akin to some tyler hines so you know i'm a fan (laughs) but yes i loved his character i loved his personality Mm. he was very pleasant to watch yeah just enjoyable all around whereas Harry's character, this is where it kind of fell for me, was because she was nice. Yeah. Nice enough. But she didn't have a whole lot of personality. Mm. I like a lead to make me feel something. Her character was just kind of little flat. A little flat. A little one note. Um, that's why when that scene towards the end, where they have the big dance lip sync it, it, in the it, kitchen, it, didn't
0: feel, it felt wrong for her.
1: It did. Yeah. It didn't feel like her character. She's very like reserved and you know put together. She not a not a big personality, Carrie. <laughs> she doesn't have a big personality, so that did feel a little odd for her character. It was cute. I mean, it was funny to watch. But so that was my one. My one thing with her, just I would have liked a little bit more personality from her to match up to David's character.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the first time we see Carrie, you know, well, not really the first time, but when we see Carrie, I, I felt like we got more personality from her when she's interacting with her students, you know, like high-fiving that student. You're like, oh, cool. And that kind of falls away, which was odd. Like, I don't really see that throughout the film, you know. Like, remember she high-fives her the student and we see her in class and she's like oh she's the fun teacher i'm not getting a lot of that fun no i'm not getting a lot of that fun i
1: didn't i didn't fully buy it yeah yes. uh to me miss rossmore
0: was her fun friend t-
1: yeah. i thought she was very funny she had a great like she had a lot of personality i mean i would have immediately thought fun teacher her right. Um, but they joke about you know her not being the fun teacher. I don't know why her students wouldn't like her because sure. I really liked her character. Yeah, she
0: was great. She was great. I so I was a little i was I was confused by that, like you were. Uh, when she has her one year anniversary with with Adam, mm-hmm. you know, who's probably my favorite character in the film. <laughs> um,
1: He's joking.
0: I mean, I mean, come on, this right. real quick. real quick. you know, some might call me a workaholic, some, right? So, Adam shows up late to their one-year anniversary. An hour late. Okay? Ham Ham
1: likes to call himself the Hallmark villain. I
0: am the Hallmark villain.
1: He is not.
0: not. He shows up an hour late to their dinner. She's obviously upset.
1: You've never done that.
0: No, no. Because I've never had drinks with (laughs) the partners. I mean, come on. With the partners. I mean, this is huge. The other dude... Who's been there a lot longer than Adam doesn't even go out for drinks. So let me just let me just lay this out for you. If I came late to our one year anniversary, an hour late, and I was you like,
1: You would never. If
0: I did, and I was like, darling, drinks with the partners. This is it. This is our ticket out of here. I mean, that's a that's a big deal to me, no?
1: Drinks? Maybe if you had gotten a promotion or if that's, they had like invited that's the, you that's the first invited, step invited you. <laughs> us over for, you know, or maybe you could have called and said, Hey, babe, they are inviting me over for drinks. Do you want to come and meet us? This is like a really big deal. That would have been better because I would have been involved. Not what I would have wanted for our anniversary, but again, I don't think you would have done it. I think if they had said, We want to invite you over for drinks, you'd have been like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I really (laughs) appreciate it, but it's me. Let me just make it.
0: His problem is not calling. His problem is not calling.
1: No. It was their one-year anniversary, so no, even a call would have not been good. You would have had to tell. I think your boss would have respected, like, oh, it's me and my girl's one-year anniversary. I really appreciate this invite. Can I take a rain check? I think your boss would understand.
0: No. no. The
1: thing with Adam was he wasn't even thinking about her.
0: Yeah. Well, he so. didn't call. I mean, that's I, he, Adam didn't call, and that, that was the problem. That was, that was kind of funny to me because I definitely, I definitely felt for Adam at that moment. But what's weird is that he comes back later in the film. And this is actually a really cute scene. This is probably one of the cuter scenes of the film. Is when he comes back with a date to that restaurant again. Again, the only restaurant in town. and
1: The they, only one worth going that's to. True, that's
0: true. And then David comes up and pretends to be Carrie's date. And there's a cute little moment there. I thought it was a great little scene. Uh, that's the last time you see Adam, which I thought was kind of strange. Just a little...
1: There was no point to him. I mean, the fact that he was like, oh, kind of fast for her, yet he's there know, with weird, a date. Yeah. So. Another,
0: another interesting thing while we're on, just characters just popping in and out of this film. Mm-hmm. The mom never comes back either, which I thought was strange. We see the mom. They have a whole phone conversation in the beginning. The mom never comes back. We never see... Oh, Carrie's mom. Exactly. I
1: thought you meant the mom, like Uh, Clara's mom. And I was like, no, she's in the We never
0: have like a closing scene. Again, usually in these films, you have the beginning scene with the family and then an end scene with the family, you know, a little discussion where, mom, I found someone I'm staying kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it was... Yeah, she had a very short... window of time in the movie yeah. i guess she you know could have called her mom and say hey exactly i'm, I'm actually yeah. not moving right she probably got her mom's hopes up was like mom i'm coming back and then oh so not...
0: that's why it's not in the film It'll yeah break our it was
1: hearts. too heartbreaking
0: um but to the the romantic side between the two the two leads the kitchen scene that we're talking about
1: i mean it's really the only scene worth mentioning There are, there's a lot of flirting in this movie, which I thought was cute. Like, heavy flirting with, like, teacher, like, talking about teacher, volunteer, you you know, stuff like that. You don't think when
0: she came over for dinner and she thought he was just going to have the mole, you know, the burrito with the mole sauce on top. And then he's making her dinner and he has the wine there. I thought that was pretty.
1: Yeah, all of it was very cute and safe. Like, it was, I mean, I know it's a Hallmark movie, but it felt I I don't know how to say it just felt kind of like staged like none of of it none of it felt like super genuine to me um like it felt cute but it felt like I was like watching a movie like I didn't feel like I was like peeking in on a private moment Mm -hmm. with these two which is what I like to feel I like it to feel genuine yeah Yeah. natural authentic well
0: a lot of that might have had to do with technical honestly I mean I I I know we we joke about this a lot but the The technical aspects of the film, when they're not when they're not done well, take you out of the film. That's why I harp on them so much, right? So the audio issues in this film were just, I don't, I don't think I don't know what happened. Something must have happened because there was a lot of wind. I didn't notice a lot of wind. So maybe the audio just was bad when they did it. They had to dub over everything.
1: it felt like the whole movie was dubbed over. yeah. so and I think that may have be what it definitely could be a possibility of what took me out of it. Um, because a lot of the lines felt very, like, uh, very like...
0: Like they weren't in the moment. Like they were just sort of static.
1: Static, yeah. yeah that's the word I'm looking for. I would, that's what I was wanting to say, but I didn't know if that made sense. That it, I could tell it was dubbed over and that it was just being recited. Right. So, and yeah, lots of background noise, wind. I think at one point I could hear, like, the sound of her clothes shuffling yeah, against some, her. Something was... happened.
0: Something happened with the main audio track. Yeah,
1: it had to. And
0: I, I think it must have been the wind ruined the main audio track and they had to dub something over. And it, it it's a shame because I think I would have liked this film a, a lot more if we had clean audio. If the lighting was better. The lighting...
1: It was very dark.
0: Uh, it was very dark. And again, when you... So, the trick to lighting, right, when you're, when you're lighting a film, the, the trick is you want to control the light. And so you basically kill all the lights around, and then you just turn on a few here and there. Usually we talk about the background lights being on, and you put lights where you want light to be, right? There was not enough lights, so they killed the lights, but they didn't have enough lights around to kind of fill that space with their own light, right? Yeah. Um, and so the scenes were dark, just underlit, and it wasn't soft. It was like a harsh light from must be some boxes. or It was just it wasn't done well, and I, I hate it because again, I, I think there's a, a really nice film here. Mm-hmm. You know the the actor who plays uh, David's daughter.
1: Yes, yeah, she was great. There you go. Yes, Mia Quaranta della Rosa. She was adorable. I thought she did a great job. One of my favorite parts of the movie was her and her father's relationship. Mm. I, you know, we talk about the genuine uh, relationships and I really felt that their relationship was genuine. Like I felt, you know, he was very protective of her. I believed it. And there there was like a, you know, a lot of sweet little moments between them. So yeah. I thought she did a great job.
0: I, th- I think they were the best part of the film that sort of father-daughter relationship. It felt genuine, it felt authentic yeah, there was a lot of a lot of cute moments. Um, a lot of good conversations between them too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I really liked how they dived into that sort of dynamic with, mm-hmm. you know the mom, them not being together, but the daughter understanding. And so I thought that was um,
0: well, kind of with the mom. yes, I, I do like that when they do that because there's lots of different families out there, and I think when you can bring that into a movie like this, then I think it makes it easier for everyone, right. The mom aspect was super weird to me because, and this might be an editing thing, so David and and Carrie kiss in the kitchen. You know, we have an almost kiss in the kitchen, then we finally have a kiss in the kitchen. The mom walks in, and it's like, oh, I hope I'm not interrupting something. And obviously you are, and then it just cuts to commercial there, and we don't find out what happened afterwards, that conversation. And then as soon as as Clara's mom gets there, there's this weird tension. I don't know what's happening. It's not really explained what's going on. She's at their house. It, It kind of threw me for a loop.
1: Yeah, I didn't get the feeling that they were ever trying to get back together or going to get back together. She seems to really not like David. They are always arguing on the phone. She obviously, she is in Texas and she's been there a lot longer. So, I mean, I'm not getting the, the feeling. Obviously, he's developing feelings for Carrie. So I'm not thinking, oh, there's anything really between them anymore. So, I mean, I guess it was still not fun to see your husband. And that was another thing. Are they divorced? I don't know. Or are they just separated?
0: Well, and that's what's confusing. And then when Carrie comes to the house to let her know that the daughter is the finalist, Clara's mom answers it and acts like they're trying to get back together again. Like, it's just super weird. I
1: feel like he says they're divorced in the beginning. So, I think they are...
0: But I just, I didn't understand.
1: I can't imagine he would be trying to start a new relationship if no he idea. was still with.
0: I don't understand Clara's mom uh, being there and acting like they're trying to get back together.
1: Well, and then she's like a part of the whole like gift at the end. Yeah. that she. So she's like clapping and, you know, it was super, cheering for Carrie. That didn't make any sense. Yeah. That didn't make- but let's rewind back to the, to the, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So what I mentioned, it was the best scene. It was the only scene that I felt true, genuine chemistry, Okay. which the flirting, that was kind of cute here and there, but it still was a little off for me. So they do the whole singing, dancing thing, which we talked about. And then they're making the food, the tortillas, they have to make um, heart-shaped tortillas. Mm. So they're making them. I'm still not feeling anything And then I think there, yeah, there's an almost kiss after the thing. So I'm like, yeah, I was not feeling that. So they're making the tortillas and then he gets really close to her Mm -hmm. and he says, he takes her hand and he's like, he's like, oh, you need a little oil so the dough doesn't stick. Mm -hmm. And he like rubs (laughs) the oil. I wish you could see your face. Rubs the oil on the palm of her hand. And I think we both were like, Oh <laughs> Cause I was like, Hold up. <laughs> we just got some electricity <laughs> in the room. Where has this been for the entire movie? Yeah. I guess they just needed to be making tortillas together. Yeah. But yes, that was there was some some chemistry there. And then we get the before end kiss.
0: Mm. Then the mom comes. In.
1: And well, besides the mom, let me talk about the kiss. That kiss, I I haven't felt anything like this so throughout the whole movie. And actually, in a minute, I got I got some little some little baby frissons.
0: Little baby frissons.
1: <laughs> that was a really good kiss. It was. And it was surprising because I wasn't expecting it. expecting it. And. It was, it was really nice. So yeah, for the mom to come in and be like, oh, I'm interrupting anything. Girl, you see what you were interrupting. I know, this was so we lame. Else.
0: Like there's no, um, no point to having her there.
1: Just, but that was the best, ugh. uh, best part for romance for me in, in the movie.
0: Yeah. No, the, the oil scene was pretty, pretty great. Pretty mm-hmm. great. A lot more central for Homer too. I mean, yeah, it was sexy. Yeah, you, I was, you don't really see that in Hallmark. No, I
1: Hallmark. think that's why I got. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. different.
0: And then even in speaking of things that you know we don't really see from Hallmark often, I mean, she gets you know she breaks up with her with Adam, who's the greatest character in this film, breaks <laughs> up with Adam, and then she pounds three of those large sangrias. Like you see her finishing off one, and you're like, oh, that must be the first one. No, in the bottom right of the screen are two finished ones, two empty ones, around the bar.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and
0: so it, she's basically been, that's her third large sangria um, because of because of the breakup. So that was unusual as well. So there's a few little differences here uh, in the movie that I like, that I think it makes it more realistic, yeah. you know, pushes into a new direction. Well, um, I
1: really like, too, that even though you keep saying the Mexican restaurant was the only restaurant in town, I like that it was there because there's a Mexican restaurant here in town that we go to a lot. So, I mean, I understood. Like, I would want to go to that restaurant. If it was that if close to me, yeah. like
0: on the way home from work, oh, we'd be there. I would
1: right? totally go there all the no, time. It was
0: cool because it reminded me of that restaurant. Yeah. Um, and just. Yeah, and I used to work at a restaurant, and so I was getting those nice vibes. You know, anytime that David was in the kitchen. And by the way, props to Nicholas Gonzalez, because he was chopping that cilantro very well. He was doing the proper whole, the proper technique.
1: Better than me? Yeah, oh yeah much better than <laughs> me, like
0: 100% better than me. Like he, he, he's worked in the kitchen, or he's studied up for the film, but very, very props to him because he was doing that right.
1: Yeah, I noticed too. I knew I looked at you and I was like,
0: Yeah,
1: he's got he's, it. He's doing it. He's doing it right.
0: So also, another weird kind of thing that I noticed in this film is that like 75% of the time when we cut to her or her friend, they're exercising. It's like they don't know what to do with these characters when they're not in school or doing something. They're like always exercising or doing yoga. It's, it's very strange to the point that even her friend says, Why are we doing this? <laughs> Like, it, it's almost like a running joke that when you cut away from David, you go to uh, carry exercising with her friend.
1: Well, speaking of them doing yoga, I was thinking, why are they doing this? Because they were doing yoga with shoes on. You
0: don't wear shoes on yoga?
1: Um, I don't. Okay. I don't know that I've seen anyone do yoga with shoes on. Well, what about on. when you if go to like a same... yoga studio? No, they're usually barefoot. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously you wear shoes to go there. But I don't like putting shoes on my mat yeah, um, because shoes are dirty. Right. And you're putting your hands and sometimes your your forehead and stuff on there. So I thought it was a little strange because they're inside of their home. It's not even like they're out of class. They're in their home with shoes on. Doing yoga.
0: Well, that would be that would probably be a costume designer, right? So you know, from our interview with Nathan uh, the other week, we know that basically everything on the screen has been chosen by a costume designer. So that would have been a design choice to be like they're wearing shoes when they yoga. Um, whether, well, I don't know because whether he the did costume mention designer or props. the director. That's true. So
1: maybe props were like we need to We need some shoes.
0: shoes so, so yeah, that was odd too. Um, but speaking of just sort of the. the the technical aspect of costuming for this film. So there's something you're not supposed to do when you're filming someone, and that's to wear a certain type of pattern, like stripes for instance, uh, sort of small patterns on a shirt. What happens when you do that is they'll vibrate on on film basically, right? And so David's sweater and those kind of sweater shirts had these sort of tight knit pattern on them, and I don't know if you noticed this, but they would vibrate. Like, the pattern would literally move back and forth. It's like almost like an optical illusion. And it's called a, a moray effect. And you're really not supposed to do it in film. That's why in a lot of films, there won't be any small striking patterns on shirts. Like houndstooth. You don't really see a houndstooth that often. And I so, didn't notice that. And so... Um, that was very distracting as well. So that was kind of a, a mistake that was that David was in a lot of those kind of patterns where we see the the Maury effect come into play. Again, technical issue. But I will say I did love uh, Carrie's red jacket that she was sporting all over the place towards the end.
1: I did. It was very vibrant. Yeah. Um and I really liked her dress at the end. Oh, also. yeah. That her was her cool. gala event. Her <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean it I was I guess that was
1: her gala. It was kind of a yeah. gala
0: event. I mean, she kind of stole the show from uh
1: Oh, the awards thing! I thought you meant the little private party thing.
0: (laughs) No, the awards event. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about Clara's cupid kind of business. I mean, I I feel like we'd be. uh, Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean that's pretty much the 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 gist of the movie. Which I found it a little odd that middle schoolers are being made to start a business. What class did she teach? Marketing. Did we
0: find out what she taught? What Ms. Fox taught?
1: I really don't know. But I, when I was in middle school, <laughs> that's not the kind of stuff we were doing. Um, well, no,
0: this is a new age. Kids now are on I the TikTok. I feel like kids
1: are a lot smarter than oh, we were. So I mean, I was taking like, business class in high school, no, but school not middle are, school.
0: We've got 13-year-olds you know, buying stocks and doing all
1: sorts of stuff. <laughs> I guess. Because I, like, like, I was thinking, that's a lot for a middle schooler. But you know, middle
0: school kids are super smart now. Much smarter than we were. I guess. But I'll I just talk. I just want to know what Miss Fox taught. Business? Was it a business class? I... Economics? Who knows? Who knows? So they had a project to do where they had to start a business. Claire ends up doing like an okay cupid kind of thing where she's matchmaking uh, middle school kids and eventually matchmakes adults, essentially. Matchmakes. Matchmakes? I, I like that. Is that not, <laughs> she matchmakes. She matchmakes. Yeah. Um, and it ends up doing well. I'm not sure... I was—I mean, I don't know if I missed something. I feel like I must have missed something on how she's actually doing it. Because she has a, a talk with Miss Fox where she's like, oh, I'll have them do a questionnaire.
1: Yeah. She starts having people fill out a questionnaire, and then she matches them that way. Yeah. I mean, that's basically how we met. That's
0: true. I mean, and she does have a knack for it. Like, she, she was pretty smooth when she hooked up uh, Carrie's friend over at the restaurant. I thought that was a nice little move, the to, tequila to mockingbird.
1: Yeah... I mean, that part was cute, but I also had a odd... It was, like, odd that this grown man was reading To Kill a Mockingbird. I'm like, really? Your whole life, you've never... I actually
0: wanted to read it again.
1: Read To Kill a Mockingbird? Maybe
0: it's a... Maybe he reads it every year. Like, I really actually was thinking about reading it again in the summer.
1: Really? Yeah, no, wow. honestly. Okay. Well, I thought that was odd, that a grown uh, man so was at a I'm, restaurant uh... by himself reading To Kill a well, Mockingbird. Well, maybe... All
0: right, all right, let's just think about this. Maybe... Maybe. Let's throw this out there, because his name is Gavin, by the way. Yeah, maybe, I maybe Maybe Gavin goes there every day, I'm sorry, every night, hoping that Marnie comes in and asks him about the book, because he knows that she's a teacher, because he basically stalks her on the internet.
1: Well, he seemed surprised to find out she was a teacher. That's all an
0: act. He's been practicing that in the mirror. Oh, you're a teacher?
1: What was really odd was she starts talking about To Kill a Mockingbird and he just so happens to have... Maybe he is stalking her. He just so happens. No,
0: she. that was Clara. That was Clara's move.
1: Oh, she saw yes. that he was reading Yeah, wow. that's why... See,
0: you didn't understand how good that scene was. I guess Clara I didn't. Clara comes in and saves the day.
1: I didn't see that she saw... I thought, wow, that's really weird that... <laughs> I don't... Yeah, middle, I guess middle schools are smarter, <laughs> smarter than me. I'm... <laughs> I I guess I missed that. Yeah.
0: That's why Claire is so awesome. So Claire has a knack for this, uh, has her business, starts taking it out, does adults, wants to do like a speed dating thing at her dad's restaurant. I will say that that good morning show that basically bad mouths this 13-year-old for being an entrepreneur, that would have been... Like, a top news item for them. 13-year-old starts a dating service. How wonderful is this? Yeah. Go get them! No, they just completely destroy her. I thought that was really... Yeah,
1: why would you do that to a child? No. it's You're awful. supposed to encourage yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. That was all fine and well, and, you know, I think it was neat. I I, I believed her that she was good at this. Like, they established her as being really
1: good at yeah, this. Yeah, no, I totally thought it was cute. I love that she did the little secret admirer things. Mm. I, I loved... Yeah, I loved that whole plot. I even loved her and her little... Trevor that he gives her the thing yeah. but, although he stands her up at the dance yeah, which what was, that was, it's uh, not a goff to a good start Trevor but uh, I thought it was adorable. You know he was just end. at home playing
0: Fortnite. <laughs> I, he's like I can't
1: I thought it was adorable at the end. I mean he just, he admits it he's like I chickened out so I mean they are in middle school so I I thought that was really adorable, adorable. and their interaction seemed very genuine and believable to me and I
0: yeah, no thought I thought it was so cute. No, there was some really nice, cute little moments like that through the film. At the end, when she does end up winning the award, because Of course she does. Because, you know, she gets a whole bunch of adults to speed date at her restaurant.
1: That uh, poor boy did all that lawn mowing for nothing. I know, for real. <laughs> I thought Clara's little friend, uh, Olivia was very cute as well. Oh yeah, well. she was too. The she kids was are pretty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So at the end, you know, she's gonna win this award thought it was weird that she was sitting next to her mom again.
1: Why would it be weird? Why
0: wasn't she sitting next to her dad and Miss Fox on the other side, than the mom? Like, it was... Like, the dad was at the... It was just odd. I, I was just really kind of... Really, as soon as the mom comes back into the picture, the, the film kind of falls apart for me.
1: Well, the whole conflict, I thought, was a little... Felt a little forced. Because, yeah, the mom does come back. So I would imagine, yes, that does make things awkward. But I didn't like when...
0: David was like, hey, put it on hold.
1: Yeah. They were just all hot and heavy in the kitchen. And then all of a sudden, even though he doesn't want to be with um, the mom, but he... Yeah, he just seems very totally like 180. Oh, well, we probably shouldn't do this, you know, now that she's back. And then just like that... Carrie makes this really immature, rash decision, oh well then I'm gonna move back home. You know, we probably see breaks this...
0: her mom's heart when she calls her mom and says, I'm coming back home, mom, like oh.
1: Yeah, so and David just seems a little too like okay with it. Like, okay, well, yeah. we'll miss you. No big deal. It, it if it wasn't for Clara, I mean those two wouldn't wouldn't be together. Yeah, it's
0: just, that was that was definitely a week. So so when she's at the award and the mom is there, I just thought it was kind of strange again
1: well it is an award for her daughter so i didn't think it was that strange yeah she wants to see her daughter win an award
0: right but to have her from a filmmaking standpoint just hear me out from a filmmaking standpoint you want the daughter sitting next to her father the father sitting next to mrs fox and then the mom on the other side of the daughter from a filmmaking standpoint that's that's what you want the dad was not sitting next to his daughter. He was sitting next to his ex-wife. And then Mrs. Fox was on the other side of that. That just didn't tell the story, right? Mm-hmm. So I know it seems like a small, insignificant thing, but it's these little moments in the film that really kind of complete the story. I well, see what you're saying. Yeah. And so that just kind of threw it for me because all of a sudden, it just it just didn't... Nothing really fit for that. And so she gets on the stage, gets the award... Everybody's clapping. Poor Trevor's crying because his lawn mowing business just fell flat.
1: Well, I think he's happy for her, but yeah. He's
0: and then the kids used the money to buy her a desk and chair. And my eyes guys, I'm not going to lie, my eyes got a little, little watery.
1: <laughs> it was, my eyes didn't water. Shockingly, you
0: enough. have a heart of stone. But it
1: was touching. It did touch. It was very touching. Yeah,
0: I thought it was just just great to see because teachers are so underappreciated in this country, like completely 100 underappreciated. And so to see these students kind of come together and rise up to help their teacher was just, I loved it. Loved it. Loved love loved, loved it.
1: Yeah, I love stuff like that. So that was very sweet. She did out, you know, outshine Clara's moment, but <laughs> you know, they they <laughs> well, did The kids wanted it. The, the kids yeah. wanted so, yeah, that was very sweet. And then I guess she's already decided, which we haven't seen, that she's not going to go back home. Yeah.
0: They, have, they, they trick her. They say there's a party happening. There's no party. Restaurant's empty.
1: Clara, that devious little child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant's empty. You know, you have your twinkly a lights come on. Twinkly a bajillion
1: twinkly lights. A bajillion
0: twinkly lights. So we can finally have our boca. And then, you know, David walks out in the suit and they kiss and everything's fine. And then Clara is like peeking around the corner. Kind of creepy as they're making (laughs) out and sneaks off.
1: It was cute. She didn't stay to watch too long, which was good. But no, it was another really good kiss. These two are, they do well in the kissing department. And yeah, I really liked her dress. And yeah, I thought it was romantic. I thought it was, it was cute. I'm sure they made some cheesy teacher comment. I can't remember. (laughs) They like to bring in those like teacher flirty things like, well, yeah, I'm just a volunteer. I don't know. <laughs> there you, was a lot be, of that.
0: You would be an awful writer for horror. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. That's why I'm not. But there were a lot of like funny little volunteer? teacher Volunteer? What does flirty. that even mean? There was a comment where oh, something right, about yeah. a volunteer and he says, I forget what he says. But somehow they made it flirty. Yeah,
0: I don't know. So really, that's, that's kind of the film. I mean...
1: Yeah, it was okay. It was, it was what it was. The audio definitely...
0: And the text boxes, they, they have the cell, all right, so real quick. She's talking to her mom on the cell phone, video chat. It actually looked good. It looked like they were actually video chatting. You can do that, fine. She gets text messages and they throw the text messages up on the screen. They only do this once in the film. They only do it once in the film. Why? It's like two people were editing this film. It made no sense to me. You don't need to do that. It just takes me out of the movie.
1: So you would rather just bad texting blobs all over the film instead of just one? Yeah, commit. Okay.
0: Commit. If you're going to do it, if you feel like, hey, we need the texting blobs, commit to it. <laughs> texting
1: blobs, you like that? Yeah, and I do, do like that. that. Coin that. Yeah, that's
0: good. Commit to it and have it throughout the film. Don't do it just once because it just it's not, it's not good.
1: Yeah, we hadn't had a texting blob in a while. No, because they
0: listened to our podcast, and they're like, you know <laughs> <Yeah>. what? <laughs> Technically, <laughs> they romance... They all
1: listened, and we're like, you know what? You can't
0: do the text. Yeah,
1: Hamilton doesn't like the texting blobs. We're getting rid of it. They're out of it.
0: They're out of it. Done. Um, but that's basically it, guys. I mean, we have a we have a pretty good film here that just fell flat because of technical issues, which is really sad to see. Um, but I know a lot of you like it, they are like... This is like you said. This is one of our favorite songs. Yeah, and
1: I love that it's doing well. I mean, I think it it was cute. It was well, it was a, different,
0: and I think yeah. people are really latching onto those differences. And maybe that maybe that's what Hallmark should really listen to is hey, people want something a little bit different. They want some oil in the hand while they're making you know. Yeah, tortillas. and I
1: like that they you know were incorporating like Mexican culture, yeah. which we, I loved all that. I mean, yeah, I haven't talking seen about that. The and, yeah, and, like, the
0: food, yeah, all about that in the restaurant industry. Like that was fun. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do more of that let's just have
1: well you're going to get more of that in the next film
0: are we is there another restaurant where we have we got? yeah
1: the mediterranean
0: oh, I didn't, oh that one! Oh, yeah. yeah oh i'm excited about that that one's gonna be fun <laughs> um so more of that guys but let's just have uh, a tighter technical let's just have better lighting and better sound much better sound because sound is everything in film sound is everything
1: yeah we're listening to what they're saying and we want to feel it yeah So when it sounds dubbed over or there's like a ton of wind in the, in the way, then mm
0: -hmm. I'd like to see uh, more of these two people, more of these two leads. Uh, Nicholas Gonzalez, just great. Yeah. He was great.
1: Yeah. I would love to see him in, in more of these. Mm -hmm. All right guys. Well, thanks for listening as always. uh, Make sure you're following us on Apple, Spotify, give us a rating that really Mm -hmm. helps us out. We're
0: on Zynga now.
1: What What year is this? And Zanga would not have had podcasts on it. Good old Zanga. Um, But anyways, make sure you are following us so you know when new episodes come out. And we'll be back next time with another Love Ever After film. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.